Okay, we are on Daf uh, forty-four, Daf Mim Dalad, Amud Aleph, at the uh, Mishnah at the top of, near the top of the page. Metalton uh, Ner Chadash, Aval Lo Yashan. The the Mishnah says you are allowed to move a uh, an, an, a a lamp, an oil lamp, uh, a new one, i.e., that one that hasn't been used before, but not an old one. Uh, an old one is essentially uh, it gets disgusting. Uh, they never had, uh, you know, they had homemade. Uh, things, for example, were made of, of clay and pottery, and once you uh, put the oil inside and lit it, uh, it became uh, quite disgusting inside, so it was uh, quite, uh, um, you know, not nice to use. The oil would get all uh, cloudy, etc., and the thing would, would, would start going all soft, so it would um, not be very nice to use, uh, and we're going to see that's known as muktsa Mahmat Mius, uh, it is disgusting. Once something is disgusting, you're not allowed to move it on uh, Shabbat. All right, uh, that is uh, that's that. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, Kolanerot Metaltalin. He says, No, uh, you can use any type uh, of, uh, of oil uh, or lamp, let's say, actually, uh, any type of uh, you know, the, the, these lamps, uh, you can move them uh, with one exception, Kutzmin and Er, Hadulaik, but Shabbat, except. One that is currently burning on Shabbat. Uh, we're going to deal with that in the next few days. Uh, but uh, Rashi seems to explain over here uh, that it is uh, something to do with, you know, it, it, you could come to uh, um, uh, do Machabe. You could come to extinguish the flame uh, in terms of, of that and you wouldn't be allowed. Uh, that's obviously uh, you're not allowed to do the Gomorrah uh, later on in a few days' time will reject uh, that opinion, but, you know, that's at least what uh, the, you know, uh, the Havamina. Okay, so uh, let, let we discuss this. Gomorrah starts off, Tan Rabbanin, uh, and it quotes a brighter, and uh, it quotes four different opinions uh, of what uh, you are allowed to move. Metaltalin, Ner Kadash, Avaloyashan, Divi Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says you can move a new oil uh, uh, lamp on, on Shabbat, but not an old one. Uh, that's, uh, that's Rabbi Yehuda's statement and uh, essentially parallels the, uh, the first, the Tanakama in our Mishnah. Uh, we see that is therefore Rabbi Huda. Uh, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir has got a different view. Uh, he says you can move any type of uh, lamp on Shabbat. Uh, except for a, a lamp uh, that was uh, kindled, that was uh, lit on Erev Shabbat. Uh, and, uh, you know, and... Um, went into Shabbat, uh, the idea for him uh, is that once it, uh, um, it was really burning on Shabbat, uh, you're not allowed to, to move it, uh, and, uh, and, and as we saw, uh, this time period is, you know, Ben Hashmashot. Uh, once it's Ben Hashmashot, then it becomes Mukta uh, for the whole of Shabbat. Uh, once it's at that twilight period, it becomes Mukta. Uh, that is known as uh, um, Mukta Mahmat uh, a uh, issue, right? Uh, there is no, um, uh, that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, a bit more, but that is, uh, you know, that, that's that's what he holds. All right, um, the third opinion, um, Rabbi Shimon Omer, uh, he says, uh, Bashabat. Uh, he says any type of lamp is able to be moved except one uh, that is currently uh, burning on Shabbat. Uh, seems to, so that really seems you know, to uh, uh, align exactly with what he says in the mission as well, which is unsurprising. Kavta. Um, uh, um, 
However, uh, once it is uh, out, uh, he says, Mutar letaltala. Uh, he adds that uh, it is uh, what, once the flame has gone out, uh, you would be allowed to move it. So you would say that uh, you wouldn't be allowed to move it while the while the flame is still there. Once the flame has gone out, uh, you would be allowed to move it because now uh, you know there's the, the for a certain time period you wouldn't be allowed to move it. But once that time period's finished, uh, you would be allowed to to move uh, this lamp. Uh, and then he says aval, uh, which seems to be retracing his steps a little bit. Of course, ukara vashashit lo yazan b'mukoman. He says that you are a, a cup, a bowl, and a lantern, different sizes uh, of uh, of different uh, holders of this oil. He said. Once they are lit, uh, you're not allowed to move them. So he seems to be backtracking a little bit. The Gomorrah will uh, analyze that uh, as well and, and, and see the whole brighter is going to get uh, analyzed. Well, not the whole brighter, but just uh, parts of the brighter that uh, the Gomorrah finds puzzling is going to an- be analyzed. Uh, the fourth opinion, Rabbi Leezer, Rabbi Shimon. Uh, so uh, Rabbi Leezer, who's Rabbi Shimon's son, uh, he says, Omer, um, Miss, uh, Mr. Paik, um, in Or Bechave, um, Hakave, he says you are even allowed uh, to to take um, uh, oil uh, from a candle that is Mechave uh, is uh, one that is on the way of going out. It's kind of flickering uh, on the way out, uh, and he says um, you are allowed to take uh, the oil from that. Umin um Miss Taftev. Uh, and 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 dripping oil that is already dripped out uh, from a candle. Even from uh, while the lamp is actually still burning, you are allowed to take the oil from underneath it. Will uh, uh, you know that he says you'd be allowed to do it. So he's even more uh, lenient than his father. Okay, so that's the the four opinions uh, in the. Uh, uh, the the Amar Abayah. So Abayah says about that. The last uh, thing that we had was Amar, you know, Rebbe Leizer, Rebbe Shimon. He says Savale Kavur Bechada. He comments about it and he says he holds like his father in one respect to Palegale Bechada, and he disagrees with him uh, in one respect as well. Uh, what is that Savale Kavur Bechada? He holds like his father in one way. What's that? Late lay mukta. He he holds that there's no such thing as mukta. Otherwise, he would say the the thing is mukta. Once it's mukta, then it, you can't uh, have any use uh, of it at all. Uh, it doesn't make a difference whether the the the, uh, the oil's left it or not. Uh, you know, once it's mukta, it should be mukta altogether. Uh, but uh, he disagrees with him, and, and he's more lenient. Uh, he says. Uh, the there is uh, he disagrees with him in one respect. What's that? Ilu avua sava. His father holds cover in a law cover law. Uh, once the you know that um, if the flame is uh you know out or just about to go out, uh, you could use it. Um, but if not, not. Uh, if it was still uh, a light, then you wouldn't be allowed to use it. And he goes even further. Savar FLP to law cover. He says even even more than that. Even if it you uh, um, you, you you know the the lamp is still lit, uh, you can use this uh, this oil. You you can pick it up, and uh, if oil drips out of it, then uh, that's fine. The question is, um, you know, surely. Uh, if you, if you, how could uh, anyone really allow you to take the oil out? Uh, isn't it um, 
uh, you know, shortening and, and doing uh, um, uh, kiboy, it's uh, extinguishing the lamp. So, so really what it is, is that uh, um, it could be that it's actually only, it's not a direct thing that you actually physically extinguish it. No, you're making the time shorter, which is known as gram kiboy, uh, which is something you are... Uh, saying that you, you it, it makes it shorter and, and because the lamp's just about to go out uh, maybe the rabbis didn't hold of their restrictions in that particular area okay so that might be a reason why you'd be allowed uh, to use this uh, use this uh, lamp or take the oil out even though it hasn't necessarily gone out if it's on the way of going out then that's not called uh, making it go out prematurely Okay, um, uh, now we move on to the statement uh, where Rabbi Shimon seemed to backtrack. Aval kos ukara vashashit lo yazizan mokuman. According to Rabbi Shimon's uh, statement, he says you cup a bowl and a lantern, you can't move them away from their place. Uh, what is the difference uh, in the, you know, what, why dafka these? Amaullah's so suggestion is as follows. Seifa etnan Rabbi Huda. He says, actually, uh, we now have changed back. Uh, so the, the Mishnah uh, is now teaching us about Rabbi Huda. So it gave Rabbi Huda's statement uh, in terms of uh, a, a new one, but not an old one, Rabbi Meir. Then Rabbi Meir's statement, then the first part of, uh, then a statement by Rabbi Shimon. Uh, but then uh, we get to a cup, a bowl, and a lantern. Then you, we go back to Rabbi Huda's statement. Uh, that, that's what he says. And uh, and uh, you know, Rabbi Yudah held that if it's mukta, then you uh, you know you're not allowed to to, to move it. Uh, so he says we we, we kind of zigzag back uh, to Rabbi Yudah. Makiv Lara Marzutra Marzutra says, listen, uh, that's not a feasible suggestion. Yachi Ma'aval. Now, firstly, you know it's it's uh, you're doubling back, and uh, you're now including Rabbi Yudah. But just on the language itself. Uh, it seems to it, it, it would really be a strange flow of the language because uh, the way it, the way it reads in the Mishnah, uh, Rabbi Shimon says all these lamps can be moved except for one that's burning on Shabbat, and if it once it's gone out, you'd be allowed to move it. Aval, uh, he says, uh, but a cup, a bowl, and a lantern, uh, you would uh, you know wouldn't be allowed to uh, move it from their places. So you know why is he saying aval? Uh, aval in this in this instance uh, means that uh, you know he is connecting it. However, uh, you know he is connecting it to the previous statement. So it, it doesn't. Uh, it's not logical to say that uh, apart from the. Um, uh, the 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 difficulty with uh, you know suddenly throwing back a previous opinion which we you know saw a while ago uh, you know earlier on in that writer it it doesn't seem to make any sense uh, to 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 say it because you use the word aval and Ella Amar Marzutra so Marzutra gives another understanding he says Olam Rabbi Shimon. Really, it does go like Rabbi Shimon, which makes sense according to the flow of the Brata. And uh, in, in what way? Uh, you know, that Kashari, uh, Rabbi Shimon, sorry, um, 
when Rabbi Shimon allowed uh, you to use this oil, Bener Zutra Dadati Lave. He said that was talking about a small lamp uh, that you you know you had uh, in mind to uh, your your mind was on it uh, to move it. Avahani uh, Law. He says, but these other big things uh, you 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 thought you know once you lit it erev Shabbat you had enough uh, oil in these things. They're a lot bigger. Uh, than uh, what we thought, uh, you know, then, um, you know, there's, it's a big cup, it's a big bowl, it's a whole lantern, uh, it's much bigger than uh, we might have thought beforehand, and therefore, as a result of that, you are able to uh, light, uh, I mean, you, you're not able to move it. Why? Because once you light it on Erev Shabbat, it's got enough fuel uh, to burn the whole of Shabbat, uh, and as a result, uh, you would not be... Um, allowed to move it so a small one he says you know you, your your mind is on it you you know that it's going to last an hour or two uh, and then you'll be able to move it afterwards so you haven't got a problem with that however so once it's much bigger and it's going to last for much longer your mind's right off it uh, before shabbat uh, or during shabbat as well and as a result you're not allowed to use it Okay, um, and that's it. Okay, love it. Lo hamini nifishelo. All right, vatanya. We learned in a brata. Motar Hashimin she bener she bekara asur. Rabbi Shimon Matir. Uh, we had this at uh, just before the the Mishnah, so it was the end of yesterday. Sure, uh, we said that the leftover oil uh, that's in this this lamp or a bowl uh, is not allowed to be used on Shabbat. But Rabbi Shimon uh, says you can uh, use it. So it seems to be here that he is uh, uh, saying, you know, if it's uh, he does talk here about a bowl, a uh, kara, uh, and he says it is, uh, you know, you are allowed to use it. So so which one is it? We saw that if it's a um, a bowl that you're not, and here it says a bowl that you is allowed to do it. So hatam kara, in that case, uh, we are talking about when he said it's allowed, uh, that was specifically uh, when in comparison to a nair, uh, just one single lamp. Uh, once you compare those two together, there's a similarity, and then they'd be allowed to be Haka, kara, dumia, de course. But here, this kara, this bowl uh, that we're talking about uh, right now, uh, where it says it's not allowed to be used, that is where it's a much bigger bowl, uh, and it's very similar uh, to this big cup of oil, and as a result, you would not be allowed to move it. Okay, moving on. Amar Rabbi Zaira. Rabbi Zaira says, Pamot. This Pamot is a metal candlestick. uh, And... um Chidliko Boba Shabbat the Ledivra Matir Asur Ledivra Asur Matir. He says the opposite uh, ruling would apply. Once you light this metal candle on Shabbat, uh, according to Rabbi Shimon, who says uh, that you you wouldn't um, that, that you are allowed to move a lamp, uh, it says uh, you 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 yeah, you wouldn't be allowed to to do it uh, because it is uh, very big. Uh, and one sum is very big, maybe it loses its status as a, as a, um, a utensil and therefore not allowed to be um, uh, used. However, Ledivra Asur Mutar, according to Rabbi Huda, who says that you aren't allowed to move uh, a lamp, he says uh, this metal candlestick would be fine to move, uh, at least, you know, once the light is out, uh, because of the fact that um, uh, it's uh, th- there's... Uh, it, it doesn't become disgusting. 
Okay, and that's it. So the Gemara now frames this. He says, "Look, the Maimra, the Rabbi Yehuda, Machmat Mukta, Machmat Mius Itlay." Does this mean that Rabbi Yehuda holds of the uh, the opinion that that something can become set aside Mukta because of its disgusting nature? However, Mukmak Matzad Isur, but the Mukta uh, from the point of view of Isur, uh, the fact that you wouldn't be allowed uh, to touch. Uh, this um, uh, this, the, the, this lamp because it was on erev Shabbat. Are you saying uh, that that is that, that's called a mukta machmag isur Are you saying that he doesn't allow uh, that? Uh, um, you know, uh, sorry, Lamaim Rabbi Yehuda mukta machmag mius itlay. He says that you you're not allowed to move it. Um, uh, you know, something if it becomes dusky, disgusting, uh, but uh, you know you you would. Uh, be allowed to move it, uh, you know, for for other things. It says no, Vatanya. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, if it's uh, if it's meals, it's disgusting. Uh, then he does hold of the opinion. But if it's set aside uh, because it was already lit beforehand and it was Mahmat Isur uh, that. Uh, um, you know, something that was uh, it was, was prohibited before, or you know, as Shabbos comes in lately, he doesn't hold of that opinion. Vatanya, Rabbi Yudamar, Kolanarot, Shamatechet, Metaltalin, Chutzmin, and Ashid Likwoba Shabbat. He says, any metal candles uh, you can uh, carry, you can move it around, except for a candle, Chutzmin, and Ashid Likwoba Shabbat, as long as it wasn't lit already on that Shabbat or era Shabbat uh, coming into Shabbat, uh, which means that he sees that even though it is not uh, disgusting, uh, you aren't allowed to move it because if it was lit on Erev Shabbat. So it would seem that he holds both. And therefore, if therefore, if the statement is to be read correctly, uh, this is what it's meant to say. If this pamot, this metal candlestick uh, that was lit uh, just before Shabbat came in, Divra call Asur. Everyone agrees uh, that it is Asur. Okay, Lohid Lakalav, Divra Mutar. But if it wasn't lit beforehand, uh, it is therefore not disgusting. It is a metal thing and you would be allowed uh, to move it. Okay, and that's, uh, that, that's what we would say uh, in this instance. Okay, good. I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm a Rav. And Rav Yehuda says in the name of Rav, Mita. Uh, what happens if you have a bed and you said I'm going to actually keep money on this bed so you set it aside uh, you that you had intention for this bed to keep money on it uh, it says you're not allowed to move the bed uh, on Shabbat because you had no intention of moving the bed obviously you can't move the money uh, if the bed had money on it but uh, you wouldn't be allowed to, to move that uh, but even if the bed seemingly doesn't have um you know, money on it anymore, you're not allowed to move it. Maitve, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak, he says that Rav Nachman Yitzhak attacked it. He says, listen, Metaltelin, uh, Chadash, Aval, Lo Yashan. He says, you're allowed to move a new one, a new lamp on uh, Shabbat, but not an old one. Uh, what does that mean? Uman, Ner, the Haki Avidita, Avida. Right, a lamp. The whole point is the its, its main purpose is for lighting. Okay, kilo hidlikba shari the As long as you haven't lit it, uh, you are allowed to move it. 
Okay, a mitzah, it's law, hachi, avida. But yeah, a bed, a bed you sleep in. You don't, uh, you know, keep money on a bed usually. Uh, so a bed that was, you know, not set aside for keeping money, a law kosh can, how much more so, uh, you know, you should be able to move it. Okay, uh, if you can move a lamp, which was set aside to be lit, so surely you could move a bed, which is definitely not set aside in the normal case for um for this money. Okay. Again, we have a kind of revision of uh, what we originally had thought, and we said if something was said about this case, uh, the following was said about this case. So we add in the following, uh, if you designate a bed for money, and then what do you do? You go and you put money on the bed uh, itself. Then you're not allowed uh, to move it on Shabbat. However, if you hadn't uh, put money on it uh, on Shabbat, uh, you'd still be allowed to move it The reason because you obviously hadn't uh, put the money on. Uh, yet okay uh lamot so now we uh, we get to the situation where you didn't designate it uh, it says uh, okay on the one hand it's got an advantage that you never designated it to keep money on it however its disadvantage is uh, it says uh, it has got money on it uh, uh, you go about you know what actually happens to the uh, the bed at uh, when when Shabbos comes in, and we see it actually did physically have money on it, uh, even though uh, you um, uh, you you know you've um, you didn't designate uh, uh, money uh, you know on it. Okay, uh, and uh, you didn't designate it for keeping money on it. However, if you do, if there is no money uh, on it. Uh, it says, uh, you know, then uh, then you are allowed to move uh, this bed because uh, you didn't designate it and it didn't have on, right? Uh, and they, they, we just uh, refine that, we qualify that for who shall are you allowed? And when is this time period? As long as it doesn't have money on at Bainashmashot, that time period uh, as Shabbos uh, comes in, that twilight uh, time period, and therefore uh, we say about that. Uh, you know that that if it hasn't got money on, it wasn't set aside uh, to uh, to be used uh, for money. Then we say, oh, you, you would be allowed uh, to move the bed. Okay, good, uh, and um, and therefore uh, that that's uh, and that's it. So if there was money, the corollary of that, if there was money on. Uh, even though you didn't designate the bed, uh, you wouldn't be allowed to move that bed on Shabbat. Okay, uh, continuing, Ama Ula, Mativ Rav Elazar. Ula says that Rav Elazar said he doesn't, you know, he attacks that opinion. Uh, and we learn about uh, this, uh, you know, which is talking about a, um, a wagon and it's uh, um, the under part, underneath uh, part about it, this undercarriage. Mukhani uh, Shila, talking about a a, um, a wagon and its undercarriage. Okay, which is the wheels and the and the base at the bottom of the wagon. It says, what is the situation there? We we discuss it and we say uh, with this um, like kind of uh, machine or this uh, uh, the working part above it. On top of all of this, uh, the functional part of the. Um, uh, of your wagon is obviously going to be the carriage uh, at the top 
of uh, of it. Okay, so excuse me, our discussion here. Uh, as long as you can take it off, as long as you can remove it uh, from the wagon, so you have the top part of the wagon, which is your carriage, and then you have the bottom part, which is the base uh, and uh, uh, the wheels, and 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 uh, you know, and we we you know, it moves along that way. Um, uh, we say uh, when you can take it off, it's not defined uh, as being connected. Uh, a separate word, and uh, also you don't measure, uh, you know, uh, from it. So therefore, uh, in terms of uh, these things, if they're considered totally separate, uh, then they have different laws uh, for tumat mate uh, covering a dead body, and it doesn't, uh, you know, get measured with it. Uh, in terms of, we're trying to work out uh, whether this is. Uh, this object it's made of um of uh, of of wood. Uh, if something is an incredibly large object, uh, it's able to contain forty sayah, which is the size of a mikvah. Uh, then we say halakhically, uh, even though it can be moved, we say halakhically is not considered movable. Okay, and therefore, if it's not considered movable, uh, then it's uh, like a um, uh, it's it's totally uh, separate and. Uh, um, it, it doesn't become tame, okay, and that's the that's the important thing in terms of this very large idea. So the uh, very large vessel, if it's so large, uh, then it can't become tame. All right, so that is uh, uh, that's that. All right, and and also. Um, Vain Makateletima, Mateletima, what we say is it doesn't protect uh, with with something. Uh, as a tent, uh, you know, and you might be oil a mate. If the something is an oil over a mate, if you have a dead person and this carriage uh, goes over him, so you've got the underpart, and uh, what happens in this situation is that the tumor of the mate will shoot up. Uh, if there is this undercarriage is uh, wide enough and uh, it, it goes over. Uh, the dead body, it, it kind of shoots up, spreads out uh, to all the sides and then comes down. Uh, it doesn't make the, uh, it doesn't shoot up through the wagon. It kind of blocks it. So this undercarriage will block it. Okay. Um, and uh, that's, uh, that's, that's what it is. It says uh, that uh, you would be uh, allowed to, you know, it, it doesn't, um, so it would uh, normally it would protect over if there's an opening, uh, then it wouldn't protect. Uh, in the and the tumor would go up uh, into the uh, uh, into the into the wagon itself. Okay, uh, and um, you know if if uh, you don't uh, if it's totally separate and it's of of such a size uh, that it's totally separate, uh, then it's not included as part of the of the wagon okay so in any case uh that's the that, that's what we're talking about uh, the important part for us uh, in terms of it it says you're not allowed to pull the wagon on shabbat when there is money on it okay because that money is uh, is uh, is mukta and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to do it so this is what's known as a basis mukta. it's a base uh, for the mukta item, and the Gemara, uh, in, uh, you know, inquires about that. Aha, uh, If there's no money on it, uh, you would be allowed to, uh, you know, seemingly you would be allowed to move it. Sharia, afop de havalea Is that true? Even though there was money on it, Um 
you know, does that does that make sense? Because normally we, we learned not like that. So whose opinion could this be? Ahi Rabbi Shimon he. That opinion is there for Rabbi Shimon, who says, as we saw earlier in terms of the lamp, only if it's currently lit, uh, then you'd be allowed to do it. He doesn't hold that if it's uh, mukta by it becomes stays mukta the whole of Shabbat. He says no. Once uh, you have. Um, uh, once that uh, the fending item is no longer there, for example, the uh, the candle is not still lit, you would be allowed to do it. The same thing here. There may have been money on it by Nashmashot, but that money has now been removed or dropped off or got lost or whatever. Uh, and, and as a result, the late Lemukta, however, Rabbi 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 Svirle, uh, you know, and 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 uh, Virav, uh, Rav says no. I hold like Rabbi Huda, who says uh, you know once it's been uh, you know once it's defined as mukta uh, the you know at, at Banash Mashot, then it's mukta uh, for the whole of Shabbat. All right, we will uh, stop there uh, because you know this the sugya does carry on, uh, but we'll we'll leave that for tomorrow. Bezrat Hashem. Everyone should have a great day.